Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 2323, Alcohol and Muscle Growth, Does Drinking Kill Your Gains? by Monica Savoro of idealnutrition.com.au. And I'm Dr. Neil Malik. Hey there, welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I read to you from some of the most popular health and fitness blogs out there, with permission from the websites, of course, and always with a bit of my commentary at the end. All right, I'm gonna keep this intro nice and short, so... Let's get right to the post as we optimize your life. Alcohol and Muscle Growth, Does Drinking Kill Your Gains? by Monica Savoro of idealnutrition.com.au Alcohol is one of the most widely consumed recreational drugs globally. If you're one to socialize with alcohol post-training, have a beer and then some to celebrate a sporting win or as part of a team bonding sesh, you're most certainly not alone. It's embedded in most cultures, with studies revealing that athletes are among the biggest users of alcohol, despite the potentially harmful effects it could have on health and performance. Some simply like to call it balance. It's well known that chronic, high intakes of alcohol are not good for your health. So, what amount of alcohol in the short term will truly put your efforts in the gym to waste? Muscle growth. Firstly, Muscle growth and recovery is a process that generally occurs for up to 24 to 48 hours post-resistance training. It is optimized by consuming adequate energy, meaning calories, and high-quality protein and getting sufficient rest while following a structured strength or resistance training program. So, how could alcohol impair muscle growth? Theoretically, there are a lot of ways that consuming alcohol can negatively impact your potential to grow muscle particularly if you're wanting to optimize how much muscle you can gain. These factors can include direct mechanisms on a physiological and biochemical level, as well as more indirect factors, or flow-on effects, regarding common behaviors associated with drinking. 1. Decreased muscle protein synthesis A systematic review of the acute effects of alcohol on recovery following resistance exercise found that alcohol can lead to increased cortisol levels, 
decreased testosterone levels, decreased plasma amino acids, and reduced rates of muscle protein synthesis. Reduced muscle protein synthesis is influenced in a dose and time-dependent manner following resistance exercise by suppressing muscle growth signaling. Decreased muscle protein synthesis relates to slower recovery times, potentially impacting your strength adaptations and the quality of your subsequent training sessions. 2. Hormonal effects. The dosage of alcohol and timing is further explored in a small study involving 8 male participants. They fasted for 10 hours before consuming 1.5 grams of ethanol per kilogram body weight. For reference, that's 120 grams of alcohol for an 80 kilogram male, equivalent to 12 standard drinks. Testosterone levels significantly decreased in all participants 10 to 20 hours after drinking, with this effect being more pronounced in the participants that suffered the most severe hangover. Growth hormone was also suppressed following alcohol consumption in this study. Since muscle growth and recovery last for 24 to 48 hours post-resistance training, reduced levels of testosterone and growth hormone may negatively impact muscle growth potential. So we may want to reconsider a big night drinking even within a day of our strength training sessions. Another study demonstrated a moderate intake of alcohol, meaning 30 to 40 grams, over a three-week period was associated with slightly suppressed testosterone levels in men only. In comparison, smaller amounts of alcohol at 0.5 grams per kilogram body weight in healthy women led to a potentially unexpected increase in testosterone 45 to 90 minutes after drinking. This was found to be most prominent in women using oral contraceptives. Testosterone levels also increased in men within the testicles after a low dose of alcohol, about two to three drinks. However, this increase in testosterone is likely not relevant to the process of muscle protein synthesis. From a broader fitness perspective, a 10-week intervention called the Beer High-Intensity Interval Training Study looked at moderate doses of alcohol consumption of around 0.5 grams of alcohol per kilogram body weight in participants undergoing a high-intensity interval training program. It concluded that moderate and daily beer consumption does not seem to greatly affect muscular strength or other physical fitness parameters. While these studies don't necessarily replicate some of the more common lifestyles regarding alcohol intake and muscle growth, the results are still interesting to note. 3. Dehydration Alcohol is a well-known diuretic that can negatively impact hydration status. Dehydration is suboptimal for muscle growth and recovery. Namely, muscle requires adequate blood flow for the delivery of sufficient oxygen and nutrients to repair and grow post-training. Since dehydration decreases blood volume, this could impair blood flow and nutrients to the muscles, theoretically creating suboptimal conditions for the process to occur. 4. Alcohol and sleep. Alcohol leads to poor sleep quality and reduces the positive impact that physical activity has on sleep quality. Reduced sleep in both length and quality can indirectly lead to suboptimal recovery since sleep is known to be where the magic happens regarding training adaptations and muscle growth. And five, alcohol made me do it. Alcohol not only influences your choice of whether to drunk text your ex or not, it can also influence your food choices, resulting in less than optimal choices that aren't exactly supportive of muscle growth. Alcohol can greatly impact your nutrition and lifestyle choices in the following days, when most of the muscle growth adaptations from training occur. Let's say you've just finished a Saturday morning gym sesh with your mates 
and decided to go out for a different kind of sesh afterwards. In the next 12 hours post-training, your only intake is pizza, chips, and alcohol, likely adding up to a very low protein intake. Add in a high intake of energy from saturated fats and carbohydrates, which can lead to excess consumption of total daily calories on top of becoming dehydrated and sleeping poorly that night. Well, all of this sounds like a recipe for suboptimal muscle growth and recovery. You might question, what if I still consume adequate protein post-training while drinking alcohol? A study investigated just that, with eight physically active males displaying reduced rates of muscle protein synthesis with alcohol consumption and concurrent exercise, even when co-ingested with protein. The control group, meaning the group that did not consume protein, had a 37% reduction in muscle protein synthesis, whereas the group that consumed protein with alcohol still had a 24% reduction in muscle protein synthesis. Ultimately, alcohol was found to suppress the anabolic response, which could consequently impair recovery and adaptation to training. Summary. From research, we can see that the impact of alcohol on sporting performance and recovery is dependent on factors such as the timing of alcohol intake post-exercise and the amount of alcohol consumed. It appears that a few drinks after training won't completely write off your strength session or make your efforts in the gym completely redundant. Considerations such as the timing of drinking post-training and the amount of alcohol ingested do matter it's always a good idea to take into account other nutrition and lifestyle choices that you make around alcohol as those could be adding extra obstacles to your muscle growth goals. You just listened to the post titled Alcohol and Muscle Growth, Does Drinking Kill Your Gains? by Monica Savoro of idealnutrition.com.au. When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So, When you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. I want to go back to this idea of alcohol and sleep. I know that alcohol has been used for a long time to help people fall asleep. After all, alcohol is a depressant, meaning it slows the body down, almost as if it's preparing the body for rest. So it would seem to make sense that consuming alcohol would help with falling asleep. And it's true. But the problem is, that alcohol will also interfere with our overall sleep cycle, meaning it may help put us to sleep, but there's a type of rebound effect that happens when the alcohol wears off. So once the body has cleared some of the alcohol out of our systems, the body then starts to wake up. Now, we may not wake up completely, 
but it can pull our bodies out of one of the deeper phases of sleep and keep us in a lighter sleep stage. So we may end up feeling less rested when we finally do wake up and missing out on minutes and hours of those deep sleep phases may lead to us missing out on that important recovery time. All right, that'll do it for today. Don't forget, I'll be back here tomorrow where I'll answer your questions on our usual Friday Q&A. So definitely stay tuned for that where your optimal life awaits.